everybody, Chris Harry with you on a training camp edition of Chargers Weekly. Day one is in the books from the Jack Hammett Sports Complex. Coming up, Omar Ruiz of NFL Network joins me with his observations. But first, a pair of safeties brought the energy to the pod on the first day of camp, and I think they may deserve their own podcast. I'll let you guys decide. Adrian Phillips and Rayshon Jenkins. All right, got a pair of the Jack boys here yes, after sir. day one of yes, training sir. camp. Rayshon Jenkins. <laughs> What's up, man? Adrian Phillips. Yeah. What's up, guys? Not much, man. Just happy to be back. Yeah? Yeah, man. Hey, it's not like it's not like football season, I'll tell you that. It man. feels like it, huh? The, the fans were, were in the mix. They were excited about it. Oh, What's it mean just to get back here, get rolling for 2019? We got we got goals that we want to accomplish. You know, uh, it started out in OTAs. We started ground one, a ground zero, just building up the team from there. And now we're just polishing up in camp. It's first day of practice, and you know it just felt good to see everybody. See, you could tell people went home and they were working. Yeah, I would say the same thing, man. You know, OTAs in the springtime, we were you know trying to fill each other out. You know, trying to uh, uh, get that team chemistry. And I feel like, man, we're we heading in the right direction. I feel like, uh, you know, uh, the coaches, they're really taking care of us and um, it's, it's, it's helping us. How much does that help having the same coaches, a lot of the same players, the front office? It just seemed like today was business as usual. You know, it wasn't like everybody trying to figure out who's who. And, you know, you guys have been doing this for a long time with, with a lot of the same people. Man, I think that's I think that's the best part, man. It's just like, you know, kind of like college. You know, you come in, you're going to see some of the same faces, well, a lot of the same faces when you come in. And, and that's what I feel like uh, we're doing here. You know, I come in, I know pretty much everybody. Um, if I don't, then I'm, I'm going to get to know you pretty soon. And I feel like uh, that, that contributes to, to a good team, yeah. a great team. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about where we're at right now. It's like a lot of teams, you know, they have new head coaches, new – just new coaching new staff, systems new everything yeah. you know and we're kind of picking up where we left off last season we already know everybody we already know how people operate you know the biggest thing for me is always getting to know your teammates and the fact that we've been here with the same core group of guys for so long for about three years now you already know them so you already got that camaraderie and you're just able to build off that and and you're able to tweak things here and there because y'all speak the same language. No doubt. So that's, so that's great. And trust. Yeah. I, I, I would say that, that that goes a long way, too. You got to be able to trust your teammates, man. I, I feel like we got that here, especially yeah. in our unit. Yeah, it starts with Coach Milo, too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he kind of yeah. sets the tone for you guys. You yeah, guys bring yeah, the energy for the entire team. <laughs> I, I've yeah. heard that so many times. Um, and I know you don't take that for granted, right? right? Because when you take the field, not only are you representing the secondary, but, but everybody else kind of feeds off that, right? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, everybody feeds off of it. It's just it's it's the way that we like it. You know, every position group feels like you know they bring the energy to the team, and it's supposed to feel that way. But we take it upon ourselves that hey, we're the last line of defense. So nine times out of ten, if we mess up, it's a touchdown or a big play. So I, we feel like our energy has to be even higher than everybody else's, and we have to have that confidence level. And we build it out here on the practice field. So in the game, it comes easy. I bet, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I look at it like imagine you coming to work and you come around a bunch of energy vampires. You know what I'm saying? I ain't. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm not with that. I'm not with that. So, <laughs> I like that. So we just try to, you know, keep keep that high energy in the room, keep that high energy throughout the building, man. And just like we said, everybody feed off of it. It's so important because it, you know you have that positivity, man. You're just gonna play better, right? right. You know oh, that yeah. passion. You're gonna you're gonna be your best self exactly. going onto the football field, right? Oh yeah. And that's the main thing that we encourage, especially in our rooms, just be yourself. You know, 
If you if you not one of those guys that's always out there dancing or whatever, then you ain't got to be that. But we want everybody just to embrace their personality because when you when you embrace your personality and the type of player that you are, it's easy for you to go out there and do what you need to do to get the job done. Yeah. So that's that's what we encourage, and we think that it's flooding over into the whole team. All right, I want you all to brag on each other a little bit because, you know, Sean, you, you started the last couple of games of, mm-hmm. of, uh, of 2018. Right. Um, I know Tom Telesco said you had a good off season. Uh, I see jumping, man. That, what was that? Was that was a check down? Man, that's crazy, boy. Jumping to the moon. <laughs> what was that? I thought, I thought that was fake. I thought that was uh, fake. And I think our, our social media team did like a little like Mario yeah. deal where you like, oh, like yeah, disappeared. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. pretty cool, man. That, that's what I do um, in the off season. As far as my training, you know, it kind of kind of takes the weights out of it, and, and but it's still working on explosion. Yeah. So uh, that, that's that's what I kind of do in the off season to kind of. You know, uh, make sure I still got it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. AP hit me. His development, man, over, over the last few years, it, it's all about getting better each and every season, yeah. and Rayshon's certainly done that. Yeah, that's what you want to do each year. Each year you want to get better, find something to get better in. And it's it's crazy. Like, when Ray came in, you know, he he, he was a young guy. He'll tell you straight out, yeah. straight out the back. He wasn't there mentally. But each year he's grown, and it's finally taken off. Like, the last few games he got a lot of playing time. It, it really showed – uh, I want to say Denver. Denver is when he f- really first got his his real playing time, yeah, and it that, took off. That last game, right? Week yeah. seventeen game. Yeah, the last game, and then he went into Baltimore and balled out. Then he went into New England and balled out, and yep. you could just see you could just see everything just clicking faster. The game slowing down for him, and then when you have somebody with his athletic ability and putting that mental aspect of the game into it, is He's going to have a great year, and a lot of people finna going to know who he is yeah. real soon. Absolutely. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I want to flip it, too, because, AP, I mean, you had you had goals last year, yeah. right? And, yeah. and you accomplished those goals. You were first-team All-Pro last year. Right. Uh, and I know it, it goes beyond just yourself, your selflessness, your ability to take guys under your wing like Derwin um, to make everybody else better. Just what's it like being in a DB's room with him, Rayshon? Man, like, okay, I, t- I, I, mean, I tell my girl this all the time, like, <laughs> this kind of selfish, but I didn't want him to leave last year <laughs> because he made me better mentally. Yeah. You know, um, so, man, he, 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 especially coming from where he came from, man, how many times you've been cut and, yeah. and and just being able to make a Pro Bowl. That's, Perseverance. That is, that is that's crazy, crazy, man. Crazy. Made the Pro Bowl, man. And I literally, that's my, that's the reason for my growth, honestly. And I, I'm, I tell anybody that um, I sit right next to him in the meetings. I pick up his habits and I just try to learn from him. I, he'll tell you himself. I, I mean, I'm leaning over asking yeah. him questions like, yo, yo, what's, uh, what's yeah. this and that? Yeah. So um, I feel like that's, that's a bit... Uh, Part of why my game is enhancing as well. Yeah, and you, and you probably pay it forward too. I mean, we got young guys like like Nas in the secondary, oh, yeah. and and all these young guys that are kind of taking that next step. I mean, I even look at Desmond, man. De- Desmond in year three, um, you guys can all get better. You know, yeah. you can get better mm-hmm. yeah. in 2019. So right. it's just a matter of like you do it individually, but but as a unit, man, this secondary could win games for this team in 2019. And that's what that's what we want to do. You know, we want it on our shoulders. When it's time for us to make a play, we want to be that group to go out there and make it. And I believe that we will. And we practice that out here. We practice how many times we can get our hands on the ball. Okay, you got your hands on the ball, now go finish that. Because mm-hmm. those are game-changing plays, and that's the main thing we want to do. We just want to be game-changers. We want to affect the game, and that, and we're going to do it. And it's not just getting off the field on third down. It's, it's taking the ball the other way, right? And yeah. scoring. Oh, yeah. And, and scoring. scoring. Yeah, that's, that's number on. one, scoring. Yeah. yeah. We want to lead the league in scoring. 
even on defense. Our, no, even on the offense. We want to leave. That would be great. I tell you what, you have that mentality. Man. Sky is the limit. Yeah, right? yeah. sky's the limit. You, you know, you go as far as you dream. You know what I'm saying? And you, and you really have to believe those dreams. You can't just talk about it. You really got to believe it. And yeah. That's what that's what's so great about this team, and I love being a part of it because we got so many people like Melvin, Joey, TD now, Denzel. I'm just talking on the defensive on the side. Defense. That they dream big. They dream big, and, you know, that's why they accomplish all the goals that they want. And like I said, today I just felt like an observer. Like this was just business-like out there. Like mm-hmm. you guys were moving quick. You guys were moving like – You've been here before, right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's no, there's no messing around, right? Yeah. And you know, w- once you get to Jack Hammond Sports Complex, it's like this is the the unofficial start to the 2019 season, mm-hmm. and and everything that happens from here on out, man, it starts here on the football field. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And I I, f- I just feel like we wanna we, we wanna make that lightning bolt mean something when we when we step into a stadium. You know, mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. we wanna be that team that everybody okay, we gotta come play today. Yeah. We really got to come play these boys today, and that's the mentality we want, man. Man, and, and just being out there with with guys like, like he said, uh, Joey, Melvin, um, AP, you know, Casey. It makes it more comfortable to be out there and knowing, like, okay, they got my back out here. Yeah. So they got that's, that's right. That, man, that's that's great to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then guys like like Mikey Davis and Mike Trevor. Davis, Trevor, yeah. you know, uh, JJ. We stacked. Deep. Yeah, we, we <laughs> very stacked, deep. Man. We just yeah. got gotta to put it Chino. together. Yeah, Chino. We yeah. got we can, whole defense. It's right. Good. I mean, Kaiser, people forget, Kaiser was getting first-team reps. Mm-hmm. He started the first three games of the year. You go 12-4, and four, it's easy to forget the beginning of the year. Yeah. But, I mean, you bring him in a mix. You talked about Thomas Davis, that yeah. veteran leadership, mm-hmm. and, and he can still go. Yeah. You know, um, getting Denzel back TD healthy. look like he's about 24. <laughs> <Yeah>. For real. <laughs> well, what's it like sharing the field with him, knowing what he's he's done throughout his career? It's amazing, you know, seeing somebody of that type of caliber and just how he attacks every day. He attacks every day like he's a rookie. Like, it's his first first time being on the field, and he's trying to make an impression. Yeah. You, know? you know a funny story? Um, uh, Amike Egwile, the, the rookie linebacker, mm-hmm. he told me during minicamp that the linebackers, like, if you drop a ball – it's 10 push-ups, right? right? Mm-hmm. And I think he dropped the ball, and it must have just slipped his mind. I mean, it's like first day on the job, yeah, right? like mixing in with the vets. And TD goes, did you get your 10? And he goes, <laughs> what? He goes, no, man, you dropped the ball. Yeah, that yeah, accountability. But it's the accountability. And then he said, it's, a, it's great for me because I'm going to get to that point where I hold other guys accountable. Yeah. So it's just like it doesn't matter how old you are. It's just what the standard is, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anybody can lead. You know, anybody can lead. One, one you just have to learn how to. Yeah. So, to some people, it comes easier than others. But, you know, I, I truly believe that anybody could become a leader. You just have to find out what works for you and, you know, keep pushing yourself every day. AP, that experience in Orlando, being at the Pro Bowl with all those guys, with all those all pros, future Hall of Famers, um, how do you take that experience and kind of channel it into this this upcoming season? Because you are a Pro Bowler now. You are an all pro. Yeah. Uh, and I think guys are going to look at you like, hey, not only is he, he helped me in the classroom, but, man, like he's he's really established himself in this league. Yeah. You know, it, it was great to be a part of that. You know, you see the, the greats of our game now and all those guys, future Hall of, prom, uh, Hall of Famers, and just being out there, being able to share, share the field with those guys, it was amazing to be a part of. And, you know, now I want to do it every year. Yeah. You know, that's that's the plan. But at the same time, I don't I, – I look at myself as the best, but I work like I have nothing. You know, so I don't want to – I never want to get that mentality like I, I've arrived. Yeah. Like I'm here now. Like yeah. it's AP. Notice me. No. Nah. So 
it was great doing that last year, but now I got to do it all over again. Yeah. You know, so does he now, yeah. right? Oh yeah, it, yeah. It, that probably gives you motivation. Man, yeah. oh man, come on, man. That's 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 big motivation. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, man. Like I said, he made the Pro Bowl, especially just having a Pro Bowl in our room. That 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 goes a long way. You guys got a ton of them now, right? Man, oh yeah, you got Derwin, you got Dez, yeah. all, four, all yeah. pros. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got we got all crazy. pros. I mean, it's not just yeah. Pro Bowl, yeah. all pros, it's Pro Bowlers. We got, yeah. So I mean, it's just it's just great to have that around because it, it just enhances everyone's game. Yeah, everyone in the room. Yeah, because like he said, it's a new standard. Yeah. Final thing for you guys. You guys have been gracious with your time. I know it's only day one, but uh, just a message to the fans because I, I'm talking to these guys, man. They're pumped. For this team, um, they're excited about what's happened over the last two years, but more importantly, what's to come uh, this season and beyond. You know, my message to the fans is we, we're giving it our all every day. You know, we're trying to reach that ultimate goal and just supporters, just stick with us, you know. And there's going to be good days and, and challenging days. I don't mm -hmm. like to say bad days. I like to say challenging days. But, you know, just stick with us throughout it, and eventually we're going to reach the top. So. Yeah. It's gonna be a ride, and I would just say, you know, just just knowing the guys, we are we gonna go out every every single game and just put our leave our heart on the field. Yeah, every game, man. We we not we got gonna try to come up short, man. We are gonna try to go out there. We are gonna try to have the best game we ever had every single game. Exactly. So well, I'm, it's fun, man. It, yeah, it's man. fun watching the Jack boys. I tell you, man, because <laughs> like I think fans are starting to to realize, okay, this group is, is special. Real deal. Yeah, it's no joke. Deal. We oh, yeah. believe it. So. You know, we we putting on the show every time, so you know, buckle up. All right, man. Well, hey, day one, we'll, we'll get you. This could be a show. I, I can envision hey. a Ray Sean AP show. Maybe we got to make that happen yeah, at some do point. It. Let's do it. This is like the pilot for it, man, you know? Uh, let's do <laughs> it. Let us know how it does on the views, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fellas, I appreciate it. Hey, follow right, your boy, underscore 17, let, no, you know, man, on let's, Twitter. Let's get IG. all the social promotion in now. Come on, Ray, Follow your boy, man. All right, cool. My IG, Jinx, underscore 26. That's J-E-N-K-Z, underscore 26. Twitter, the same exact thing. I love it. You got to promote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, that's how it is nowadays. Yeah, yeah promote <laughs> Fellas, appreciate it. Appreciate you. All right, man, appreciate you. As we roll on here on Chargers Weekly, day one of training camp, here with my guy, Omar Ruiz, NFL Network. Omar, how are you, man? I'm good. It's always good to be out at practice, and the fans were out today. It always brings a different sort of energy that we don't see in OTAs and yes. minicamp in the spring, and it lets you know that the 2019 season is just here weeks away, and, and certainly the energy and the enthusiasm uh, we saw from the Chargers and the Chargers fans lets you know that training camp is here, and, and away we go. Well, first and foremost, nice polo. I like the 100. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the, the NFL Network, NFL Films, and the league itself going all out for the 100th anniversary of the NFL this year, and you'll see programming throughout the fall and into the postseason, and even here during training camp, uh, uh, really exploring the 100 years of NFL football and, and everything it's meant to really the our country, you know, in, oh, yeah. in, in that terms, and and the impact that it's had. So it's going to be exciting, and, and we're here to help celebrate that, and, and it begins here with training camp. Well, you know what? You're all around the league, but you've been on this beat a little bit uh, towards the end of last year, especially sure. the, that Chiefs game and, and going into the playoffs. Uh -huh. um, just your overall observations today, knowing what this team did last year? Well, I would imagine that the natural excitement of day one of training camp and the new season and the freshness is here. But this is a team that, wants to be playing into January. It is not new for them anymore. It is now an expectation. Mm -hmm. And I think some of that was reflected in the work that we saw. Very businesslike. Wasn't too much hooting and hollering. 
like mm-hmm. you might see in other places. These guys know what they have to get done. Uh, they know it begins now, the seriousness which, with which to take their work. And we saw a lot of that here today. And I think in the comments after, you know, with whether it's Philip Rivers or Anthony Lynn, their comments reflected that, that, hey, we're here to work and, and it all begins now for everything we want to accomplish this season. That's right. And just talking to Sean Jenkins and Adrian Phillips, I mentioned the same thing. It was just like a, a workmanlike mm-hmm. approach to this. And, you know, you go back two years when Coach Lynn, his first year here, you know, first year in Los Angeles, so much newness. Um, to have that continuity, uh, a lot of teams don't have that. They may have a new quarterback. They may have a new system. They may have a lot of new players, like the Raiders, for instance, have a lot of new free agents, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but sure. it, it's good to have that continuity and just those familiar faces around you knowing exactly what to do and when to do it. Well, you have a guy like Hunter Henry. I asked him if you know he has chemistry to reconnect with Philip Rivers and they were working out together a couple weeks ago in Florida. Yeah, on vacation. Af- after, uh, you know, after the mini camp ended and, and on vacation, getting those reps in. So when you're talking about reconnecting with guys that are as close as that, you know you got a good sign with, with camaraderie and chemistry and all the intangible things that, that help go into the season. And I thought that was interesting uh, to hear Philip Rivers say today that one of the focuses of camp is to recreate that camaraderie that they had last year. It was a key part of their success. And they look for it to be, be a key part of their success in 2019. But it's not something that they're taking for granted. No. And all those little connections that we talked about, you know, going on vacations and, and seeing each other in the free time that they did a lot of last year, you know, having traveled, you know, so much uh, together and they formed those bonds then is something they'll have to do now. And last year, too, it's, it's not like this team is exactly the same, mm-hmm. right? There are some changes. You know, you mentioned Hunter. He didn't play, but all that, that New England game, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think he had maybe 14 snaps in that game. Something like that. One target, I yeah, believe. Yeah, one target. So, you know, no Tyrell Williams. So the, the weapons on the outside change a little bit sure. right now. And then, you know, in, in the backfield, we saw Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler and Detrez Newsom back there today. So, you know, a little bit of change on, on the offense as we start camp. Um, but at the same time, these guys know what to do, when to do it. And, and a guy like Hunter, 12 touchdowns his first two years in the league, he has that instant chemistry with Phillip. Yeah, and that's something he talked about. He said, you know, they've been together three years now, um, even though, yes, he missed most of last season. Um, a chemistry is not something that he's worried about with Phillip. Uh, he said he was, they were a little rusty, but again, it's just from having two weeks off or whatever it was since the time that they worked together in Florida. So if those are the chemistry issues we're talking about, you know that they're in good shape. Obviously, you know, the elephant in the room is Melvin Gordon mm-hmm. um, and the holdout, you know, that, that he's, you know, uh, putting on here early part of camp. And, and they all expressed, you know, a, a desire for, for Melvin to be here and they're supportive of him and, and the business decision that he has. But at this point, I think Anthony Lynn has done a good job of not letting it be a distraction, not letting it be a cloud that hangs over this team. Um, that has such lofty goals and expectations for this season. Yeah, you know, Omar, you have a, a great grasp on the league in general and, and just, you know, going to other camps in the past and, and being around different facilities. Uh, when you look at the AFC West this year, th- there's always turnover and always change. Um, but, you know, Denver, a, a new quarterback, a new head coach, Oakland, uh, a ton of new guys, whether they're rookies, whether they're unrestricted free agents that have come in. Um, Kansas City, even some some changes sure. on the defensive side of the football. Um, just as we sit here, what's today? 
25th of July. Sure. How would you forecast the AFC West, knowing that there's a lot to get to over the next six weeks before we get to week one? Well, even though we talk about you know the Melvin Gordon situation, there is still less turnover here. And I'd say that's going to be turnover. It's just uh, an issue that they're sure. dealing with right now. But you look at definitive change, like you mentioned, in Kansas City and the question marks on the defense with, you know, is Tyron Matthew going to be enough on the back end? Obviously, they were without Eric Berry for much of the last, you know, two, three seasons. Was impactful when he was there. Can Tyron Matthew kind of make up that difference? And then you have Frank Clark there now. Yeah, it's like D Ford and yeah, Frank Clark just switched. These yeah. trades, but, you know, it's a player for player from a talent perspective. Seems like they've, they've filled one hole for another, but... Will those chemistry issues, you know, formulate and come to fruition like like they would hope? And same thing in Denver. On paper, yes, they've improved dramatically, and you would think that Vic Fangio's vision on defense will have that unit, you know, return to a Super Bowl caliber level, especially with Von Miller still there and yep. and a lot of other talent in place. So Bradley Chubb on the other Bradley side. Bradley Chubb's there. on the other side, and you know, we've talked about how you know, seemingly almost every team in this division has that one-two punch from a pass rush perspective. And then can the Raiders get there, you know, with with the pass rush and, you know, having that number four overall pick, you know, they're on the defensive line now and all those new changes and free agency and John Gruden, you know, bringing it all back. Can he get that going? We'll have an indication here with Hard Knocks as that gets going next week. But um, But a lot more questions to be answered from other teams in the division. So even though the Chargers have their own issues right now to work out, I think a lot less questions for them than the uh, other members of the AFC West. And Omar, this league, man, we forget, you know, you can look at somebody's record. You can look at a team's record. Like the the Chargers were 12-4. and Philip even mentioned at the podium, some of those could have gone either way, right? And and some of their losses could have gone either way. So the margin for error in this league, and I've heard this countless times throughout the offseason, wins and losses do not carry over. And I think... Every team establishes that going into a new season. Sure. Um, but we just don't know at the end of the mm-hmm. day. You know, with with injuries and just the, the bounce of the ball, you don't know how things are going to shake out. I think that's what makes the AFC so interesting sure. because there's, there's a lot of heavyweights, potential heavyweights at the top trying to dethrone the Patriots. And I think what Rivers acknowledged today was those differences are minuscule. He said, you know, something that he'll – look to work on is making a pass accurate enough so they pick up seven yards instead of five. Mm -hmm. So if he throws the ball behind the receiver and they only pick up five yards, you're looking at second and five instead of second and three. And those are just the little things that he's looking at that in the big picture go a long way to help defeat a team like the New England Patriots. Because you get into then, then okay, okay, now we're in third and two. Yes. And that's a big difference from third two to third and five. Yes. You know, and it's just these little things. Mm-hmm. And having, again, I, I keep going back to the coaching staff because, especially in this league now, with so much turnover, even at the head coaching positions, um, you're going to get new assistants in and out, coming in and out of your building. Um, to have Ken Wizardhunt and Gus Bradley and valued assistants, you know, I, it'd be it wouldn't be right for me to just name one or two because there's so many good ones. Uh, and to have Coach Lind at the helm, uh, that's a big deal, to have the, the, the guys that are teaching these players um, in, in the current positions that they're in. The continuity on the staff, amongst the team, the roster, uh, certainly important. I think it goes back to something I talked with uh, Coach Lind the other day when I asked him, you know, kind of what's going to be your focus here? What do, you, what do you want the guys to get out of this training camp? And he said he, he really wants them to focus on being great at 
certain things. He mm-hmm. says he doesn't want a bunch of jack-of-all-trades. He wants players that are identifiably good at certain things. And, of course, be well-rounded players. And, and the more you can do, the better. But, but be great um, at certain aspects of the game. He said that'll help them collectively. It'll help them leave training camp with an identity. Because, like you said, Chris, there are so un, so many unknowns going into a season, so many variables at play. But if they could have some sort of idea of who they are when they head into week one, that'll help them down the road and, and into the 2019 season. You know, he also mentioned this week just controlling the things that you can control that don't cost anything. It doesn't cost anything to be early, to be prepared, to be focused. Uh, and it's just a matter of kind of further homing that focus and getting even more prepared than you were the season before. Um, just things that each individual can control that's going to help the, the entire team. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, and, that, and that's certainly the message, um, you know, when you talk about, you know, getting into the playbook and, and whether it's, you know, the rookies translating what they learned in the spring to the live bullets out on the field and being able to apply kind of what they know mentally into the physical aspect of the game, especially when they put pads on. So being prepared, uh, being mindful of everything that's going on around them certainly are, are part of the components that go into a team that has good chemistry. And that's the thing about training camp, because we're going to get to December before you know it. And one of the things you're going to look back at is, you know, and I can, I can use the Chargers as an example in that Baltimore game. And towards the end of the year, when... Justin Jones started, and Chenna Nuosu had that that uh, that strip sack, yep. and uh, Justin Jackson had that run in Pittsburgh and Kansas City, and, and helped win that game. These are guys that were unknowns as we sit here today, a year ago. You know, yeah. no one knew how those guys were going to pan out, how they were going to shake out. They end up contributing and making a big difference in wins and losses. So I think that's what's intriguing too. Is you got guys like Jerry Tillery and Nazir Adderley and even undrafted free agents that haven't done anything yet. But who's to say in a week we're not talking about a guy that you and I may need to do a little research on, right? Well, that, that's another important aspect of, of the coaching staff continuity that you just brought up. When you have players who've been here, coaches maybe don't have to spend as much time teaching the frontline starters the playbook and, and what they have to know on the field. They can get into developing players and making sure that those young guys are ready to play if called upon. Uh, it's one thing to, you know, have a guy on special teams and, and just, you know, giving the full effort, uh, you know, from a physical standpoint on the field, but then to knowing his defensive assignment, even though he may be third or fourth string here at training camp, like you said, in December, he may be asked to play a critical role. That's so right. making sure that you know the coaches are getting into all those guys down the depth chart and developing them. And I think that is something that we saw last year, and it's something that will continue to be their focus into this season. You know, a good example of that is the guy we just had on, Adrian Phillips, who really, his selflessness, I think, got him an all-pro nod last year. He, he took Derwin James under his wing last year and really helped him with just the intricacies of pro football and film. And they watched... They watch film together. They they worked out together, and those are the little things. If you can if you can make guys like Darwin great, he was already great. But if you can put him in a position to be a first team All Pro rookie season, and then also better yourself yep. on special teams and make key plays, it's almost like that selflessness. You pay it forward, and, sure. and it also kind of takes care of itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it helps the guys form those bonds. Yeah, and then and they're they're playing for each other, and they know when. You have my back and I have yours, and they're not worried about 
who's going to take who's playing time and they're just all doing it for the unit, then, you know, that spells success. And obviously you got to have the talent in place and you got to have some breaks and, you know, stay healthy and all, all that, but it's all part of it. And when you have a program that has had the trajectory that the Chargers have had the last couple of years, obviously the back half of 2017 and then carrying that, which is something we don't really see from one season to the next in the NFL, but I think they really took advantage of all that momentum built at the end of the 2017 season into 2018 and now into 2019. It seems like Coach Lynn has built this to be a sustainable, successful team, and I think we'll see that again in 2019. No question. Omar, we'll get you out of here on this because I know you follow the league. You're going to be at a, a number of different training camps and, and covering a bunch of different teams. What are you looking forward to? During this 2019 season, the NFL's 100th year, uh, there's so many storylines, and it's almost hard to keep up with. You know, every single day, there's something different. Uh, but just kind of the, those high-end storylines that you're looking forward to. Well, I would say how now that the league has seen Patrick Mahomes, you know, in the MVP caliber season, how he adjusts, you know, when, once the the league punches back from a defensive standpoint, yeah. you've given coordinators a whole offseason to get some game tape now, to break him down and. And, you know, I don't think he'll have too much trouble. He's still fantastic. He's still fantastic. I think he'll be a great player, but it'll be fun to see. And then you talk about, you know, the, the big name storylines is can Tom Brady do it again? And, you know, we talk all the time about how improved, you know, many of the teams are in the AFC, but you just have this feeling that come, you know, January 22nd, or whenever that AFC championship game is played, that, you know, Tom Brady and the Patriots are going to be They're going to face somebody. They're, they're going to be there and, and – uh, and who knows, maybe it'll be here, you know, uh, over in Carson. And, and so, um, you know, I think that, that that's what I'm looking forward to this season. There's, you know, maybe I think we've been looking for the changing of the guard, you know, and, and who knows how long, you know, Breeze and Brady and Rodgers can hold it down. But, but the, and Phillip Rivers, yeah. you know, obviously. Because there's so many, uh, there's so many good young quarterbacks in this are. league, but Drew Breeze. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Phillip Rivers. They're still the best. They're still the best. They're still the best, and they're the best for a reason. Yeah. And and I want to see if these young guns that we've been talking about, whether it's Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson or Jared Goff, can they be consistent now? Can they be consistently great and show, um, you know, uh, over time that they can be good like the four that we just talked about, those veterans, and can they be established stars going forward? So that'll be something I'll be – Looking forward to watching and, and, you know, if the Colts can kind of continue what they had with Chargers week one opponent. That, that special run, yeah, then we'll, we'll know right away what a great, what uh, how a great about game that? week one. Yeah, you got you uh, some storylines there, too. You got you got Luck versus Rivers. You got Frank Reich, who was under yes, uh, for a number uh, of years. He, yeah, uh -huh. he was with the Chargers. Uh, Nick Sirianni, the offensive coordinator, yeah. was with the Chargers. So uh -huh. a little familiarity there, yes. too, right? That's going to be a fun one, too. And, you know, they, they kind of reminded me, obviously, they started their turnaround a little sooner last year and we're able to make the playoffs, you know, in that week 17 game, but kind of how the Chargers started to build in 2017 and really set themselves up for last year. And, and hopefully they can do it again. But I think the Colts are in that same way where they, they kind of maybe surprise some people toward the end of the year and, and looking to carry it in and, and we'll certainly be tested week one oh, know, man. on both sides of the field. So um, that should be a fun one, but uh, you know, there's so much talent everywhere. And we've talked before, Chris, about how the Steelers are going to be looking to bounce back, and some, right. somehow they're always, you know, in the mix. Browns um, with a lot of hype, and Browns with all the hype, and and putting it all together now. And I think the thing that we don't talk about enough with the Browns is how strong they are defensively. With Miles Garrett, you know, looking to have 
a defensive player of the year type of season and and with Denzel Ward making the Pro Bowl as a rookie and you know I think him and Derwin James will be the, the guys that we talk about for a long time as far as the special you know backfield members in the defense of that generation so and we keep forgetting um, about the Ravens you, know, you get you bring Ravens, Earl yeah, Thomas yeah, Mark yeah. Ingram uh, you, you know you kind of Mark Jackson with, you yeah, know Mark Jackson continue to see his evolution another one of the young guys you know that took a team to the playoffs last year and and they had so much turnover on the defensive side of the football but you know over the last 20 something years the Ravens have hung their hat on defense and no matter the faces as they've changed they've still been able to produce and and develop good players so I would expect nothing less from them so you got to be very competitive and and fun uh 2019 in the AFC and and uh, I would expect the Chargers to be right right in that mix. Man, I can't wait. It's day one. I, I, I'm ready to get to week yeah, one, man. Let's go. You know, let's go. Omar Ruiz, NFL Network. Uh, I was pumped when I saw the, the media list that you were going to be here on the first day, man. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to see you very soon, yeah. and we'll have you on again. But I uh, really appreciate the time, bud. Okay, thanks, Chris. Always appreciate you having me, man. All right, guys, that's going to do it. A big thanks to Omar Ruiz, Adrian Phillips, and Rayshon Jenkins for joining me. And, of course, thanks to you guys for listening. We're going to be back on Friday with another podcast. Shout out to big Chargers fan Brian Taylor for calling it Chargers Daily on Twitter. You're right, Brian. We're going to give you as many as possible over the next few weeks. So we'll see you on Friday. Have a great evening. And until next time, I'm Chris Harey.